0: Bo's by the pseudonym Bo Nerdly. It's time for the Soul of Excellence. He is a radio host at 77 WABC here in New York. The Rush Hour is on the air. Rush, Rush. Now here's Bo Nerdly on the Red Apple Podcast Network. It is Tuesday and welcome to Rush Hour, your Rush Hour here on WABC Talk Radio 77 in New York. If you'd like to be part of the program today, 800-848-WABC is the number to call, 800-848-WABC. There is so much news. It is bursting from the scenes. I could do a six-hour show today. I'm not kidding. There's so much stuff. If my voice would last that long. Let us start with this, ladies and gentlemen, classified documents. I know you're aware of this, Scott, right? Where's the latest place? Docu- where? I, I have been out of the loop today. You'll I'll be surprised. Oh, good. I, I've been uh, tuned out. You know, okay, Jen, <laughs> spill the goods. Of course, because before your show is Rudy. So, you know, he got into them being at Mike Pence's uh, place, but he had no idea they were there, apparently. Yeah. Mike Pence said he didn't take any documents with him when he left the way. So I wonder who planted those documents at Mike Pence's house. Biden. No, I'm just kidding. Have we checked uh, Dan Quayle? Do we know if Dan Quayle is uh, hoarding any documents at his place? No. Here's what I want to know, now that you bring that up. <laughs> Why are we just focusing on presidents and vice president? Has anyone checked the Pelosi house? Has anyone checked McConnell's house? Has anyone checked the McCarthy house? Has anyone checked Hakeem Jeffries' house? To see whether, yeah, and let's see whether they're, in fact, let's do a search of all the members of Congress and all the members of the Senate. Let's see whether they have classified documents too. Why just the presidents and vice presidents? Mm Mm-hmm. Jen, I have an assignment for you. I'm ready for it. I don't know when you're going to have time to do this, but (laughs) Al Sharpton Uh has urged black lawmakers to crack down on. I've got to make sure I'm reading this headline right. This is from the New York Post. Al Sharpton urges black lawmakers to crack down on serial criminals and to assist prosecutors in cases. Yeah, the Al Sharpton. I would like to speak with the Al Sharpton, if at all possible. The Reverend Sharpton, civil rights activist. They don't call him Reverend Al anymore. It's just civil rights activist. Reverend Al, urge blackmakers to approve new measures to rid the streets of recidivist lawbreakers and to help district attorneys prosecute crime. He recently convened New York's top African-American elected officials, including Mayor Eric Adams, <sighs> State Attorney General Letitia James, <sighs> State Majority Leader Andrew Stewart-Cousins from Yonkers, and Assembly Speaker Carl Hesty from the Bronx to discuss public safety and criminal issues. Last year, the preacher the Reverend, how about that? The Reverend Al Sharpton famously complained about brazen theft that had been taking place in retail stores. And he says, you know, the results of the latest year won't come as a surprise to anyone who lives in, works in a black or brown community. Many of us have spent the better part of a year calling for our criminal justice system to be fine-tuned. Addressing public safety is a question of how, not if, which is why I convened New York's unprecedented number of black citywide and state leaders this month to start that conversation. Start it. Start it. Wow. Amazing. Okay, so I would like to very much, and I'm not, you know, I'm not making light. I would just like to. And if you and and if there are any objections, because Reverend Al, I, I met Reverend Al some years ago, and we we had a nice conversation. He was, um, I met him on the streets of New York. Actually, he was having, um, dinner in an outside cafe. I introduced myself to him, and you know, because back in the James and Joel days, we had him on the, the show a few times. So I thought that uh, it was a good opportunity for us to have a chat, and and you know, we had a nice cordial chat for a few moments. But I would very much like to speak with Al Sharpton about this. Al Sharpton demanding, I I would hesitate to say, let's get tough on crime. Because, you know, who knows? Maybe he's not calling for tough, but he certainly isn't pleased with the way things are going here in New York, as far as the criminals are concerned. Joe Biden's spokesman. This story isn't from Fox too. complains. Media is trying to stir up controversy on the documents cycle. That spokesman would be got Jean And yeah, so, you know, it's all more excuses, blah, blah, blah. If you're following the riots in Atlanta, six rioters have been slapped with domestic terrorism charges. Following the Atlanta protest and there was an article. I didn't print this one, but there was an article that how how many of these protesters are from wealthy, privileged families. Democrats, Mm -hmm, of course. Anyway, it's good to see that some of them have now been charged with domestic. Terrorism, many of us have been saying for years that Antifa is a terrorist organization and they, they behave like a terrorist organization. You know, it's just amazing to me that all of this attention now comes when they go down and try to do to Atlanta, what they did successfully for months without end up in Portland and in Washington state up there. They just let them burn as the former mayor of Baltimore that good looking gal that uh was short on brain power, apparently said, "You know we have to give them room to destroy that has been the, that has been the philosophy of the Democrats in power in liberal places. Give them room, let them destroy. but now apparently that's no longer the case. They can't have room to destroy. So we shall see what happens. Domestic terrorism charges. Two of the six of the domestic terrorists have been, who firebombed an Atlanta police cruiser. They're not putting up with this in Atlanta. Have been released on bond, $335,000 bond. Others will remain in prison without bond. So they're not just letting these guys walk, which is typical of how Democrats do business these days. Another story. Majority of Americans want Fauci to be investigated. This comes from the DailyBS.com, Oh, my website. A majority of Americans believe former chief medical advisor, Uh, to the President of the United States, Dr. Anthony Fauci, should be investigated. Tell you what, we're going to take a quick break, and I will be right back. WABC Talk Radio 77 coming to you right back after this. This is The Rush Hour with Bo Nerdly on the Red Apple Podcast Network. In the mood for a little limb, Jay. human nature. W. ABC Talk it. Radio 77. The you want to be part of the program, 800-848-WABC. If this town is just an apple, then let me take a bite. 848-9222. Before the break, I was mentioning that a majority of Americans want Dr. Fauci to be investigated for COVID-19. They do. And this is not a small sample group. Over 1,079 respondents, 52.2%, believe that Fauci should be investigated for his inconsistent testimony. Oh, people noticed he was kind of talking out of both sides of his mouth. That is according to the Convention of the States Action and the Trafalgar Group poll among independents 56% believe he should be investigated 42% point well 42% say not 1.6% unsure if you want to see the full story the dailybs.com is where you can find it migrants bust to new york city <laughs> i'm not i'm sorry i shouldn't laugh at this it's just, this triggers me because it reminds me of when, remember that speech when Donald Trump came down the elevator and he started talking about how how, how we get sent criminals and, and everybody had a cow on the left. I don't know why that triggered me, but it triggered me when I read the headline of this story. Migrants bust to New York City, busted for allegedly shoplifting thousands of dollars in Macy's merchandise. Four illegal immigrants bused from Tejas to New York City reportedly tied to a South American thievery ring. Ooh, a criminal ring. Imagine that. And they got in. They were arrested on January 9th after allegedly uh, shoplifting 12000 worth of merchandise from the Macy's store in Long Island. They didn't even go to the big Macy's on 34th Street. They went out to Macy's Long Island. Like, let's do it. Let's get bad. So, this follows other violent incidents that have occurred in New York City concerning illegal immigrants in hotels. And, of course, there was a story last week about how, or the week before, about how a lot of food was being wasted. Um, and New York is opening up another one of these shelters, by the way. They just keep on coming. The state Supreme Court in Florida has rejected a request. This happens a day after Kamala, or a few days after Kamala Harris was in the state, butchering the Declaration of Independence, forgetting that it has the words life, liberty, and pursuit of happiness. She just went to liberty and the pursuit of happiness claiming the right to life does not exist by omission, she did, in in our Declaration of Independence. Well, a few days later, here's the Florida Supreme Court. She was, of course, making a point about uh, the the abortion issue. The Florida Supreme Court denied a request to temporarily halt a 15-week abortion ban, signed into law by Governor Ron DeSantis in April. House Bill 5 protects babies in the womb who have beating hearts, who can move, who can taste, who can see, and who can feel pain. Life is a sacred gift worthy of our protection, he said when he signed the bill. On Monday, one day after, um, after Kamala Harris was uh, in Florida to hold a rally in support of the right to kill unborn babies, I'm reading from this story from American Wire News, comes the four-to-one decision. So that's kind of a take that moment. There's another story here in Florida. A Florida school janitor has been accused of threatening to cut a 14-year-old student into pieces with a razor scraper after a group of kids mocked him for cleaning bathrooms, authorities said. James Belaragon, 26, a custodian at Space Coast, junior and senior high school in Cocoa Beach, uh, well, Cocoa, Florida, was arrested on felony charges of aggravated assault with a deadly weapon, child abuse, without great bodily harm, and improper exhibition of a weapon on a school property. He's a janitor. He admitted to deputies he felt dissed, disrespected, pulled a razor scraper from his pocket, he told a 14-year-old student that he was from the hood, and should be respected. The boy complained about the custodian's conduct to a teacher who then informed law. So apparently, these kids were making fun of him for cleaning a bathroom. And his response I will cut you into little bitty pieces. So he's been arrested. No word if any of these miscreant kids mocking somebody for honest work have been reprimanded for their bad behavior, of course. The Fulton County District Attorney, Fannie Williams, has asked a judge to keep a report by the special grand jury investigating whether then-President Donald Trump and his allies broke Georgia state law by seeking to overturn the 2020 election results sealed. He doesn't want the results of the grand jury made public. She's concerned, you see, about future defendants. Yeah, right. Here's a story from the center square. U.S. Customs and Border Protection Air and Marine Operation agents stationed outside Jacksonville, more Florida news, confiscated a record 20 tons of nar 20 tons. 20 tons of narcotics and other drugs in just two months, 20 tons. That's what they, imagine how much got through. Also from the center square, border patrol agents apprehend 38 known terrorists in the first three months of this year. 38 known terrorists have been snagged by border patrol. How many got through? Those are the questions we need to be asking. More news? I told you there was a lot of news. I'm going to try to go through as many of these as possible. The Congressional Budget Office has projected, guess what, ladies and gentlemen, you'll be delighted to know this, Social Security funds could be exhausted by 2033, unless we make changes. In other words, Social Security is going broke. Broke. Now, what happens anytime some Republican says we need to fix Social Security? Immediately, Democrats start whining. They want to cut your Social Security. They want to hurt the seniors. The program is going bust. There's not enough money. Something needs to happen if Papa and Nana are going to continue to get Social Security. But who dares to actually talk about this? Because there is such political fear around what is very often called the third rail of American politics. Social Security. Government report. This is from the dailybs.com. Government report. Unemployment fraud may top $60 billion. $60 billion unemployment fraud during the pandemic. Is anybody surprised the way these people were just throwing and handing out money to everybody that wanted it? And now they're looking back. Oh, my goodness. Why, we may have given out $60 billion by mistake in fraud. Really? Let's see. you Claw that back. Let's see how many people are going to get their money back. Here's an ugly story. This is really brutal. In Alabama, have you heard about this this incident that happened at the airport down in, let's see, where was it? Montgomery Regional Airport. Hmm, you haven't heard anything about it? Scott, you heard anything about anything? Any, any, oh, that's right. You said you're out of the loop. I'm off the grid today. Listen carefully to this story, if you want. Alabama airline worker was sucked into engine with bang. Plane filled with fat with passengers shook violently. That is according to the NTSB. This is separate from the one that happened like a month ago? This is a new one. Wow. Oh, no, no, this is, you're right, this is New Year's Eve. Okay. I was going to say, it's like the lost premiere. Yeah. The plane shook violently with a bang. And apparently the Daily Mail version of the story, I have the one from Fox Business, the Daily Mail version, which I also read, said that the woman had been warned several times about getting too close to the plane with the engine running. She didn't listen. Sucked into a running engine on a plane. It made a bang. The passengers and everyone else in the plane were startled. I can't even imagine. She was the mother of three, 34-year-old woman. That's that. Anyway, we got to go to a break. Yeah, right? Yeah. James Golden, a.k.a. Snurly, WABC. <laughs> it's Rush Hour here on WABC. It's our Tuesday Rush Hour. There's still so much news. I haven't even gotten to a quarter of the stack. Bang. We'll be back. Don't go away. Someone to understand my ups and downs. Rush It's the rush hour with Bo Snerdley on the Red Apple Podcast Network. John Denver on WABC so. West Virginia Blue Ridge Mountains Shenandoah River Life is old. And the trees younger than Take me home. Well, you know, I bet she's home now. Superstar Mrs. Z has found herself in a controversy. Mrs. Z does not get slammed very often. She's like the queen. Mrs. Z is widely respected. However, Mrs. Z has fans that are quite upset with her today, ladies and gentlemen. You see, superstar Beyonce, Mrs. Z, has been slammed by her fans for the $24 million show she did in Dubai. She's been accused of, quote unquote, casting a shadow over her support for queer people with many pointing out, she doesn't need the money. It's not always, I love when people say that. Oh, you don't need the money. She gets offered $24 million for a gig, and you've got people saying, oh, she doesn't need the money. How do you know? How do you know what's in her financial, Where? how do you know? Okay, this was in the Daily Mail today. She has been blasted for failing to perform any songs from the discography that dealt with gay people, apparently. Bev Jackson, the co-founder of the LGB Alliance, said the singer is a huge icon for gay people and she is deeply disappointed in her decision to give a lucrative concert in Dubai where same-sex acts are a criminal offense. Initially, Keith McNally, the owner of Bethalzar, also waited in the row, saying the next time she comes to his restaurant, he's going to sit her at a table next to the kitchen. She, he backtracked later on and said he didn't fully understand what was going on, the customs of the Middle East. Etc. Cetera, Etc. Cetera. Now she went to a hotel opening. Can you imagine someone coming to you and saying hey come perform at my hotel opening? I got 24 mil for you. Are you gonna say no? Most of us. So Mrs. Z took the money. Yeah, I'll go. And apparently she was sensitive to the customs over there. Okay, over there in Dubai, they don't do all this stuff. the the gay stuff they're not woke so she respected the it's like if you go to someone's home and you know that they have customs that are different than yours and you accept the invitation do you go in there and disregard their customs No, you try to be polite you go in there you respect the customs of your host or hostess if you accept their invitation but everybody is upset well not everybody some people are upset now because Beyonce didn't go in and just do this whole woke business in Dubai, if I were Mrs. Z, I would tell these critics to kiss it, and you know what it is. She has every right to look, I'm not a huge Beyonce fan, but I mean really. The woman's at the top of her game in her this is these are her earning years she is at the top of her game she took a gig 24 G's million and she respected the customs of the people there now you got a bunch of activists whining and moaning about oh she should have done this you don't have any talent otherwise you'd be there so just shut up already and stop complaining When people that actually have talent actually make business decisions. The whole world doesn't have to cater around you all the freaking time. Enough already. Washington Post reporters are blasting the Washington Post for unnecessary layoffs. One of them goes on record. A Washington Post reporter goes to Fox Digital, I love this, and complains that the job cuts, although they seem less to be expected, they're unnecessary. This reporter, The Washington Post has started laying off my friends and colleagues. It's so wrong and unnecessary and did not need to happen. I'm sad and mad and so disappointed in this institution. Katie Mettler writes this. And so disappointed in this institution, I care so deeply. We are better than this. Hey, Katie, you're not in management. You don't know what the books look like. You don't know what the finances are. You don't know if the layoffs are unnecessary. Besides, it's not your paper. It belongs to, uh, to Amazon Prime Jeff Bezos. And if his henchman over there wants to make the cuts, that's his business. If you don't like it, get another job. It's so unnecessary to make layoffs. The heck do you know about just write write your, write whatever it is fake news or or news or opinions whatever it is you do there and and shut your yap it's not unnecessary to get you off from the democrat school of crime just to show you what can happen in any state A Texas man who was released on $2 bail for allegedly choking and kidnapping his former girlfriend was re-arrested within days of getting out on the $2 bail for threatening her again. Aubrey Taylor, arrested after holding his former girlfriend hostage, choking her, terrorizing her. This is in Harris County, Texas, the bluest area in Texas. He was offered a $2 bond. They let him walk. And what does he do? He walks right out of the jail within days, rearrested for threatening the girlfriend. They are doing this in every blue city. The criminals do things. They let them out so that they can do more of it. All right, your call is coming up. 800-848-WABC is the number to call 800-848-WABC. There's so many stories I can't get to. Like California now wants to do a worldwide wealth tax on people that are leaving the state. In other words, they want to tax them after they leave. That's how hungry they are for tax revenue. James Golden, a.k.a. Snurly 800-848-WABC. When we get back, your telephone calls. As we continue Bo Snerdly's Rush Hour. Don't go away. This is the Rush Hour with Bo Snerdly. Rush on the Red Apple Podcast Network. W, ABC Talk Radio 77 in New York Lenny Kravitz brings us back I just wanna I just wanna I just wanna fly away I understand I wish that I could fly. And with good reason. I fly the trees, over the seas, in all the grease, to anywhere I please. This is what it takes in New York to finally find somebody that Democrats actually will keep in jail. This is what it takes for a defendant to actually be held. I know I'm coming to your because I am, but I got to just do this one more story. A, in Forest Hills, Long Island City, a serial rapist has finally been arrested. His name is Andreas Portilla, and there are questions about whether he's here legally or not, and I don't have the answers to them, but those questions about... He is accused of raping three women, two girls both 15 years old raped in Jackson Heights, Queens and then another woman, a 20-year-old woman was raped on January 1st near Queens Plaza South and 20 on 27th Street. He faces now rape assault, kidnapping and other charges being out. Now he also muta- smashed in one of these girls faces with a wrench after she refused to have sex with him. He's 28 years old, and there, like I said, are questions whether he is here one of the many thousands and thousands and thousands, whether he's among the illegal immigrants that are in our fair city and in our beloved nation. When we hear more about it, Melinda Katz is, is charged with prosecuting this guy, and I hope that, uh, anyway... Let's go to the telephone. Sandra in New Jersey, thank you for waiting. What's on your mind this afternoon? Oh, I'm I'm very troubled because last night on Newsmax, Greg Kelly had the lawyer of the the older man that had his foot on Queen Pelosi's desk and maybe took an envelope and I always kind of thought it was funny and when I heard the verdict that he's gonna get 47 years that doesn't sit right by me and all these other people do horrendous things getting away with everything I wanted to share that with you because you seem to be so fair you know these J6 people are being treated like they're the worst criminals on earth and when you look and you see what these people for instance and Antifa did And other people do on a regular basis like this guy we just talked about it's not equivalent but this is the elite that we have in Washington they are important and they believe these are the worst crimes almost that could ever be done and you see that reflected not only in the sentences but the way in many of these people have been treated since they were arrested and the effort that was made remember these are the people that can't find missing emails But they can find every single person that was in that building, and they have deployed so many resources. It makes you wonder, how come they can't track down emails that are missing? Thank you for the call, Sandra. Elmwood Park, New Jersey. Rick, quickly, your point. James, I want to tell the politicians, we pay them to take away our garbage not to take away our plastic forks and knives, our cars, and our gas stoves. And I want to say amen to that. New York City Council, if you didn't hear this, they want to find businesses that give you plastic utensils when you order takeout food. They want to get rid of your stoves, as he said. This is exactly right. These people are tyrants. Larry in Queens, New York. Welcome. You're on WABC. Hi, Bo. I enjoy your show, especially the bumper music. So, whatever happened to Mark Stein Tuesdays? I'm just curious. I'm glad you asked, and we've explained this. Believe it, Mark Stein had two heart attacks, not one but two. Mark was over in Great Britain. He had the first heart attack. It was undetected. He was in. He was traveling in France and had a big one, and so he is recovering. And what we understand is he's recovering nicely. And when he recovers, he'll be back in New Hampshire. And once he's back, you know, we're in touch with him. And our prayers go to Mark. We're hoping for a complete recovery. And we hope before too long, he'll rejoin us. So thank you for asking. Keep Mark in your prayers. Thank you so much. Jimmy, quickly. You've got less than a minute. Hello, Bo this is uh jimmy how you doing i just want to know uh what are we going to do with all these illegals when ai eventually takes over many of the jobs in america well interestingly enough democrats right now are bringing in workers when there is and there are enough workers to cover some jobs this is one of the reasons why wages stay depressed what are we going to do we're going to give them welfare what do you think we're going to do Like we're giving now to all tons of them that don't even work. That's what we do. Welfare. Simple. We're going to pay your money so that you can take care of even more because you're not doing your fair share. That's what we're going to do. Folks, these problems that, and and that is not being mean-spirited by the way. Now there are plenty of illegal immigrants and legal immigrants who work very hard. So I'm not trying to say that they are not industrious, that they don't work, et cetera, et cetera. I don't want anybody to get the wrong idea. But that means, though, it still means illegal is illegal. Illegal means illegal. And other nations, like Canada, don't permit it. We do. And one of the reasons this country is in a mess is because we do. That's it for me. Catch it night up next. Keep it here. Get that WABC app. Keep it with you all day, all night long. May God bless and protect each and every single one of you and your families. We'll be back tomorrow for the Wednesday edition of Bo Nerdly's Rush Hour. Thank you for being with us today. We'll see you tomorrow, God willing. Bye. James Golden, known popularly as Bo Nerdly. This is the Rush Hour with Bo Nerdly. Rush on the Red Apple Podcast Network.